It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You went from the strongest country has had to the weakest president you've ever had. But soon you will go from the weakest president you've ever had back to the strongest president you've ever had. That was Trump in West Palm yesterday on uh, Okeechobee Boulevard. He spoke for close to two hours, actually. Yeah, he was there a while. And, uh, and we had a couple of friends that we work with that were there, as a matter of fact. Uh, Tracy was sending me pictures, which was great. But he had, I, what I, I think it was probably the longest introduction of people in the crowd that I've ever seen at any one of these rallies. Took a long time. Because yeah, usually it's just, oh, you know, here's Senator blah, blah, blah. Here's the governor, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts talking. Last night, I, he must have spent a good at least 15, 20 minutes introducing people. I was like, wow, there's a lot of people there. I don't know what. What he's talking about, though, he was way off on this. What does he mean, weak president? I, I don't know I, what I he just, means by that. I mean, still going. Hmm. Yeah. I'll never forget. Well, I won't go into that. Anyway, I, I just think <laughs> that uh... <laughs> the worst people in the world, the worst terrorists in the world, look <sighs> at this, and you know what they think and say? They say out loud, "Now's our chance." Yeah. It's the, he's a joke. He's not going to do the anything. The world cannot believe we elected this turnip brain. But well, you know what? And you don't. You really think the leader of Hamas or the Palestinian president, or who, who by the way, Antony Blinken's meeting with later tomorrow, or something, oh, more good news. So that'll probably create a third world war. Um, when he said when he gave his speech, what was it Monday? He gave the speech. So Monday? Yeah, yeah, it was anyway, Monday, I think. If you Might think, have been Tuesday. If you think of harming an American, don't. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what, Hamas sat down and just laughed. They probably have that on a loop, and they just laugh every it, time he says that. It's it's dangerous when they laugh at us. It's just embarrassing when our own allies laugh at us. That's what's happening right now. We don't. Re- I don't think we have a president, and I mean that sincerely. I don't know exactly who's running the country. It ain't him, and it's not his staff. But yeah. we, don't, we don't not have official leadership right now. Because he is de- his brain is decomposing before our eyes. Now, come on now. National Security Council spokesperson there, John Kirby, says things are fine. They're going to get all the Americans out. They if assume- we get, I'll, I'm going to say that. If we get through this, if we get through this year left of him and, and them and, and, and everybody he's hired, this country can survive anything. Anything. There's nothing that will ever topple America. Because if we, cause the worst threat we've ever had is happening right now and it's internal. It's two and a half months left of the year, you know. You, you do realize that. A lot could happen between now and then. This guy's a much No one listens to him. I know. And now you got Blinken over there. Yeah. He's the reason that uh, Iran gave the money to Hamas, because we released it. Thanks to Anthony Blinken. Anthony, go back home. I, you're right. We get through a year's time of, you know, until the election happens and survive this guy. There's nothing that can take us down. We've survived, you know, world wars. We've survived a civil war. I'm putting this right up there to survive this administration. If we can do this, nothing will ever stop us. Ever. Yeah, you think so, huh? Ever. I, well, the you may damage be right. that they've done. Well, if we it, can come out of this like Trump is saying stronger when we fix things, yeah, it will be unstoppable. The question is, how do you fix things? You know, if what Trump said last night at uh, the, you know, the Palm Beach County Convention Center to uh, Club 47, he basically said, they're already here. We've let hundreds of thousands of terrorists or people across the border. You don't think terrorists are among all those people? So they're already here. Hamas is here. Uh, The jihads are here. Whatever you want to call them. They're here. They don't like us. They want to kill us. So how do you catch them after they're already in the country and you don't even know where they are? Yeah. That's That's the the scary part. 
No, he said that the, the past three speeches, he says, deportations immediately, which is easier said than done. But that's going to be a focus. Okay, you come across the border now. What do they say? Oh, here's a ticket. Come back in 2026. Yeah, make sure you come back. For your your court date. We'll see, yeah, everybody, sure. we'll see everybody soon. You got three years to disappear. Uh, Please. Looks as though we have a new Speaker of the House. I'm it's, kind of surprised. I was. I think a lot of people were. It's Steve Scalise. Like Obviously, that. we still have work to do. We're going to have to go upstairs on the House floor and resolve this and then get the House opened again. We have a lot of work to do. Yes, we do. Yeah. They had this closed-door meeting where they chose Steve Scalise to be the party's nominee for the Republicans to run for the you know, Speaker of the House. And then they go on recess. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, what, what, when did they go back to work? Why wouldn't they stay open? I don't know. Why wouldn't you get this done? I, I don't get it. And this is what's wrong with this country. You know, you go, oh, we're going to go out on vacation. See you later. Bye. Right. I'm like, hello, pick the speaker, have a vote. They say he needs all of the Republicans, obviously, because it's it's Democrat controlled. So he he apparently is is missing 12 of them. And I don't know if those 12 are back in Jim yeah. Jordan or what the situation is or even Kevin McCarthy, because there's rumors that Kevin McCarthy wants to make a, you know, a run back. I'm like, OK, well, they've got I mean, it's Republican controlled, but it's, it's by the slimmest of margins and they can't have it. He's got he's got the support of because uh, Gates had said he, he'll support. Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise, so that's not a problem. So yeah, he's, he's, he's a, got his voter block there. But it's, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. I'm trying to think. I think it's the Lauren Boebert uh, group there because she said she doesn't want to support Scalise because she likes him too much. She wants him to get better from cancer first and not run for Speaker of the House. Well, that's a concern. So it is a concern, and no one's talking about it. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. No one's talking about this either. What the heck happened to where are we supposed to have a uh, an eclipse? Yeah, Saturday. This weekend? It's Saturday. Yeah. It was like all the news a couple of months ago, and then no, I thought for a second it got canceled. They call it the Ring of Fire. It's the annular eclipse. If you're in Alaska, New Mexico, Utah, Nevada, Central Oregon, you'll get a great view. We get partial view. My problem with it was, when when does it happen? Everyone kept on talking about, it's an eclipse. It's, when does the eclipse take place? It starts Saturday morning at 11.43, and it ends Saturday afternoon at 2.40. It'll be 46.8% obscured at 110. So, so it, that would be just full. It's going to look like a half, half sun. Yeah, we get, we get half, yeah. It, but just think, if you went to the future and you knew this was going to happen, you know, and then you came back in time and you told the people like today, because you're from the future, you, it's going to get dark at 1143. It's going to start, the sun's going to start disappearing. It's, no one's even going to notice. You now know, I know why no one's talking about it. We well, talk about a flame out. And if, well, and if it's going to be cloudy, it, it's, it's really a moot point. So, yeah. you know, but if you happen to be going to, you know, Nevada or Utah or Alaska or Oregon, you're going to get a great view. All right. I'm just saying. Now I know why that fell off the headlines. Well, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. we don't get the full ring of fire. Yeah. Johnny Cash wouldn't be singing. All right. Uh, more. Uh, oh, there's a good fight between that guy, that reporter from the New York Post, and KJP last uh, yeah, yesterday <laughs> he's, in the he, White House. He's turning into like another Peter Ducey. That was kid. fun. Yeah. Uh, more highlights from Trump in West Palm Beach. And boy, it turns out Spirit Halloween will take over anything. For the month. I, I miss this. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. They move into everything. They do. You got an empty building? A shed? <laughs> we'll do it. We'll get that more coming up next. The East Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Obviously, we still have work to do. We're going to... I just wanted to open up with Steve Scalise there again because there's a little bit of a, a development here. So it looks as though he's going to be the new Speaker of the House. He's got the votes. But then they went on vacation. 
I don't get it. Why did why yeah, did they go? Yeah. They they had a private, uh, 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 I guess, vote yesterday in chambers. Right. And we thought it was going to be Jim Jordan, and it turns out Steve Scalise comes out on top as the top Republican to run for Speaker of the House. I'm like, okay. There's a new development here. We're just learning from Matt Gates of all people, who just put this on X. And Matt Gates was at the uh, Trump uh, yeah. appearance in West Palm Beach last night. He's probably hanging out at the Breakers as we speak. Gates says that Jordan. Uh, Jim Jordan voted for Scalise. Really? Even though he was competing, well, I say competing against him, but you know what I mean. And wow. was encouraging his colleagues to do the same. He was whipping up votes for Scalise on the House floor. Holy cow. So they are best Why do you think that is? Didn't want the job. He just thought Steve no. would be better. I, I would think in my mind, this is how I see things. Steve Scalise is like, listen, you know what? I have cancer. Let's be like, you know, realistic about this. If I survive, that's great. But the odds are I may be, you know, gone in 10 years. Oh. I want to leave my legacy as Speaker of the House. Man. Back me up. Sad. And I bet you oh, that's okay. really what the conversation was like. Maybe it was. That's in my mind. That's know. how I envision it. You know, well, I want to go out with the legacy. So, but we kind of wondered. It's like uh, the margin is so slim. They're the Republicans' majority in the House that He's they can't have any mistakes. That's how Gates's group was able to oust McCarthy. But in case you were wondering, pairs Gates and his crew, they're totally behind Scalise. So whatever he says, I just wanted to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I, I've, who I think it was Kilmeade yesterday was saying, when did Matt Gates get so much power? Well, now he does. He does now. Well, and now that he's hanging out with Trump, no, it's about all about that. it's all about loyalty. Mm-hmm. He could end up in a cabinet position. He, he, he very well could. You watch. He could be attorney general. And like you said, he was. Uh, he got a shout out from Trump among the other dozens of people on stage in West Palm last night. But Trump actually waited until they found him in the crowd. Wow. And he usually doesn't do that. He'll go on if oh he's around here somewhere. Right. He made him stand up and wave, and wow. he made a big deal about it. Uh, also in the swamp, and we'll have some fun stuff here in a second, I promise. But uh, remember Steve Nelson? Great name. Uh, I but love he's him. that reporter from the New York Post that caused, you know, he asked tough questions to Corrine Jean Pierre. He, he attacked her yesterday because she keeps on ignoring him and won't take his questions. She won't call on him. So he called her out on it. And then when she moved away from him, kept on talking. He <laughs> made a great point. Right, you haven't take... called on me in two seasons, Corrine. And not calling on you today. Go ahead. You should be ashamed of that. Go ahead. Go ahead. That shows disrespect to a free and independent media. It's blacklist. I'm going to close. I'm going to. Largest and most widely read newspaper screen. That shows contempt for a free and independent press. Go ahead. I'm calling on somebody who I haven't called in a long time as well. Go ahead. It's the is it the it's the truth. It's contempt for a free and independent. We don't have a free press. We haven't in decades. It's corrupt. It's it's who they decide to pick on as Jean, Jean Pierre proved yesterday he went on x later and he said you know the post is the oldest newspaper fourth largest print blah 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 but this is what he said he said the press secretary last called on me in may wow and on my colleague in july and the may exchange was about the exact same thing freedom of the press issues and then of course he linked an article that regards the biden administration's pre-screening process to be you know how you know biden always goes yeah okay next is uh, oh right. ap uh, susan uh, anderson ap you know they already got him pre-picked and selected and so. i know they all do that i'm sure you know the, the trump did it to a certain degree just he got so mad at cnn after for a while there msnbc wouldn't talk to them but you know and i'm sure that the bushes did it too but Never to the extent that we have now, where they just flat out won't answer questions, or they just oh. they have certain reporters like working for the administration. It's not right. It's dangerous. No, it's da- and then you look at the president of the United States who just makes a comment 
turns around and shuffles away right. and doesn't even answer the exactly. questions because now even members of Congress are doing the same thing, i.e. to leave. Let me just turn around and walk away and just ignore you and don't answer any questions. <laughs> There's that other independent reporter. I think I think uh, Diener has seen it too. His name is Simon, Simon Atiba Ateba. I don't know what his name is. He's an independent reporter. He says it every day. She won't call on me. Really? She will not call on me. And he lay every tries every day. There's not that many of them though in that press room. I know. So you would think just you know just pick one because she doesn't she doesn't have she doesn't have the ability to argue with somebody who's not on her side. Won't do it. She'll lose. They won't do is it. Is what'll happen. They so. just try to shut down opposition, yeah. and that's that's what they do. Well, tomorrow's Friday the thirteenth. Of oh, course, we God. talked about this. Oh. Spirit Halloween. Which we know takes over any empty space they can get. Including a billboard, two of them on I-95 Yeah, they now. got billboards now. I'm like, wow, that, that just went up. Yeah, they're there. I always look to see, was it, oh, what went out of business? Spirit will be there in a couple of months. <laughs> and the last for exact, it's a brilliant business plan. Well, tomorrow, Spirit Halloween is actually taking over the original, the diner that was in the original Friday the 13th movie. Come on. They're going to... That's epic. That was in the movie is going to be a Spirit <laughs> Halloween store. Wow, that's pretty cool, though. Isn't that amazing? Uh, that's that, that's really great marketing Why? on there. Because point. it's empty and it's for sale. How do you like that? They'll so take they over just, anything, man. They just rent it like for like a couple of months, I right? Th- or I maybe a month what, or so? I, yeah, and they go to the place and say, hey, you don't have any business coming in right now. We'll fill it up for a month. Let us set up shop, and wow. uh, you know that's what they do. That's pretty cool. I remember once it was a DMV they took over. I was like, "What happened to the DMV? It's a Spirit <laughs> Airlines store now, a Spirit costume store. They got cool stuff. They yeah. slam a bunch of stuff in a small space, though. Oh, it's amazing! My gosh, it's like holy cow! How Hall- did you fit that much in here? And Halloween stuff is expensive. Yeah. Have you seen the blowups? I went to buy a blow-up yesterday. Mm. I thought, oh, this is really cute. Nora saw it. She went, it was $95. Yeah, I, I was like, what? It's expensive. I'm like, no, no. Uh, they make it up for COVID. What are they doing? It's like, why is everything so expensive? Did rubber go up? Plastic went up? Air. Jeez. By the way, the uh, diner from the movie that will be Spirit Halloween now is in Blairstown. It's the Blairstown Diner in New Jersey. And because you can drop a bid to buy it, the listing agent says there was one year... Three or four weddings where Jason did the ceremony in town. No priest, no rabbi. They put Jason with his mask and knife. People had weddings at the diner. No. <laughs> it's a famous spot, I guess. I'm sorry. I, doesn't that, isn't that like bad juju getting married with Jason? I mean, I'm just saying. What was it? Who's that guy in the background? Oh, that's Jason. Oh, my gosh. we got rapid fire coming up next. We'll cover uh, everything in the news. And going around the room with that. Just past bottom of the hour. Stick around. The South... Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's going on? Well, we already know there's a lot going on. We'll kind of break it down here. Jen's got the first story. What's up? Well, our dear, wonderful Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, uh, just wrapped up a press conference. Yeah, this is kind of scary, isn't it? With Prime Minister (laughs) Benjamin Netanyahu. When did we ever really worry? You know, he's no Henry Kissinger. Right. When did you ever really worry when the Secretary of State went somewhere that things are going to turn out worse than better? It's such a bad state of affairs. You're right. It's like you hold your breath. It's It's like, like, don't screw anything else up. They did an update. Uh, He announced and confirmed 25 Americans have been killed. At least uh, 17, if not more, are being held hostage. Uh, According to the president yesterday, his comment was, 
please trust me, we're doing everything we possibly can to get these Americans, you know, rescued and back out of the country and back on home soil. But if I tell you what we're doing, we won't be able to do it. And that's totally, you know what, just like, and that's two in a row, and I'll give Biden, which is weird for me, high marks on that. First of all, he he defined uh, Hamas for what they are as murderous terrorists, which was good. And by him saying that... Totally give him a pass on that. No problem at all. Because we're we, doing what we can, but we can't tell you exactly what. It's a high security concern. Fine. Right. That's a great. That's what a president should do. A real president. We we sat here yesterday and said, okay, who's uh, who's you know? Did they already drop off SEAL Team Six somewhere right. in the ocean and they're swimming? You know, ten miles in to come in on a you know undetected. Who knows? This is and one of those moments. Be. If they leave more Americans in this time, civ- civilians behind, not like Afghanistan. You know, where they left military personnel back there and uh, contractors. If they leave civilians behind this and they don't get every one of them back, this is a turning point where they'll even lose hardcore lefties. Yeah, you can't. This is a, this is a massive, massive point for them. Yeah, you can't. Uh, Thursday morning, the uh, well, this morning, the Israeli Defense Forces says 1,200 Israelis are dead, at least 3,000 wounded. Uh, they they keep on up in the ante about how many have been killed and wounded, and they've been just as many Palestinians are hurt as well, or members of Hamas. They said they took out one of the leaders of Hamas's headquarters, and they think they got him. Yeah, so and then I, they had uh, you know the, the in the port. Yeah, in they're Gaza, taking out t- ship by ship though. They can identify which ones are threats and which one are. That's amazing to me. Okay, so the question would be though, and we just had this conversation: if you had a ship there, a boat like a big yacht. Wouldn't you have moved it already so it doesn't get, like, blown up with everything else? I would think so. Like, maybe they could I also wouldn't send a yacht to Gaza, but that's just me. Well, you know what? <laughs> where, are we, where are we taking the crew? Well, let's go to the let's go to the port of Gaza. <laughs> We're going to the Gaza Strip for vacation. Where do you want to go? Cozumel? No, I'm going to Gaza. Uh, if you've got some concerns and loved ones and property uh, in Clearwater on the west coast of Florida... I just check in there. This was interesting. At 1.50 a.m. local time this morning, they had two water spouts touched down, came came ashore on the beach. Yeah, one of them we just watched on the YouTube. It was captured by, like, the Wyndham Hotel from right. their camera on their roof. It looks like it's this apparition, you know, because you can see it through all the rain. You can see this white thing in the background, you right. know, spinning around. And then did anybody get hurt, did they say? Uh, they're not talking about any uh, humans getting hurt here, but there was debris scattered. There was some property damage the north end of Clearwater Beach this morning, and it blew up a transformer, too. Wow. So two of them did come ashore. I, You know, have you ever seen a water spout? Have you guys seen water yeah, spouts? Yeah, but, but not one that came ashore, No, though. yeah, they right. usually die before they get to the land. It's wild how they form, though. They're, so they're showing the security cameras from that uh, hotel you were talking about. It, it does. It looks like a ghost it's out there. Then all of a sudden it forms, and all of a sudden it's getting closer. It's wild. Kind of like a, a regular tornado. Right. I can remember when I first moved here, they said, we have water spouts. Those are tornadoes on the water. And I looked at them and said, yeah, sure you do. I thought they were lying. Until <laughs> <laughs> I saw one, and I went, oh, they do exist. Oh, they weren't lying. No, no. They're not. <laughs> that's, that's wild, though. Um, yeah, yeah, they had tornadoes last night in uh, Dunedin and everything, and they're talking about more strong storms today. Nasty weather over there. Yeah. Mike's that's weather's that. paid. Mike's been talking about this for the longest time that this is forming. Yeah. This is that thing in the southern Gulf that's making right. its way across yeah. like the middle of the state and the Big Bend. It should save, however, Louisiana and the Mississippi River from the salt water incursion. Oh. Because well. the Mississippi River is so low, salt water starting to go into it. The swamp finds a way. Yes. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> um, this isn't really good news, I'm not going to lie, but uh, it's. I think it's worth mentioning just to stay vigilant, not to panic anybody, of course, but with um, you know everything going on in Israel and Hamas. What the Hamas leader or former 
former Hamas leader, came out yesterday and called for a world day of jihad. He did. Tomorrow. He did. Yeah. And unfortunately, Uh we've seen some of these, you know, pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas demonstrations going on, not only here in America, but in Australia and Europe. I mean, there was a big one in Sydney. There was a big one in London. So... Just it's just I'm mentioning it just so if you haven't heard about it because it's not being covered a lot of news it's a lot on social media calling oh. this former Hamas leader calling for World Day of Jihad tomorrow just stay aware just be that's aware all. not panic but be aware wow because he acted that you're right Dina that's a fact this nutcase did call for it unreal that's scary you know all, all you need is for one person to say okay so God forbid hopefully right. pray to God nothing happens just tomorrow or any day but yeah just be aware yep. Did you guys know that Mary Lou Henna had four daughters? No. Neither did I until one of them came out yesterday. Well, we know she's fighting this rare case of, you know, pneumonia oh, Mary, Mary in the Lou hospital. Mary, what did I say? Henna. Oh, yeah. Did I really? Mary Lou Retton, my mistake. Uh, she has four daughters. Uh, her oldest daughter, McKenna Kelly, is the one that started the GoFundMe page for her mom. Now, she's still in intensive care. She's fighting some really rare form of pneumonia, but she started yeah. that GoFundMe page. They started with a goal of 50000 They're almost up to 300000 Oh, by now. Wow. So oh, that's great. Good. They, they all came out. All the sisters came out. There's Skyla, Shayla, Emma, and McKenna. They all came out yesterday to say thank you for helping our mom, but we still... I was in ICU for a long time. I know what the bills are like. Yeah. That's that's a dent right there. So mm. if you can help, help. This is, uh, I think, one of the greatest things to happen in the law in a long, long time from the business world. So we saw, and it started with Harvard, but not just them, really. Remember the 31 student organizations that came out and not only called for peace, they flat out blamed Israel. That's right. For Hamas attacking them. <laughs> I, I mean, it was the most insane thing. 31 student organizations signed off on that. And, uh, you know, and Harvard said, well, we have to stand by our student organizations. Well, check this out. There are now CEOs of major uh, corporations that are coming out saying, we want all of these schools to list these student names. Wow. So that we don't make the mistake of ever hiring them. Well, wouldn't that be awesome? Outstanding. And wow. the critics have said, well, are you blacklisting them? The guy that behind it, a billionaire fund hedge fund manager named Bill Ackman, he said, oh, yes. No, make more mistake. We're blacklisting them. Outstanding. And we have a right to blacklist them. This, over, this supersedes your free speech claim here because they are outwardly advocating for terrorism. Right. Wow. And we want to make sure that any of these kids that are coming for these universities, we will never ever make the mistake of hiring them in our organizations. Wow. And he's got 10 to 12 other corporations signing on with him. I this is you. how things get corrected. I, right? I bet you it gets it gross. Let me ask you. Does this is it, the greatest. Like, does an Indeed or one of those places where, you know, you go resume, you know, searches for people that you go to. Is there any way you can flag people like that? Or is that like a, against the law? You know it what I mean? probably would be against the law. I don't know what, if they want to take that risk. It would but, be up to the site. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. And since since this Ackman guy has said this, these student organizations, a lot of them want to back off. Because yeah. all of a sudden their names oh, will be listed. Sudden, no, we can't oh, hide behind it now. Now they're not terrorist sympathizers oh, anymore. Oh, but it affects us. Idiots oh. in New York, the, uh, the pro-Hamas, they all wore masks. Of course. I'm like, okay. Cowards. Show your face. Exactly. I want to know who you are. The, um, and actually, just to add on to this Amazing. real quick, the president of UF. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the statement. He came out last night with a long statement, very strong, and said, I don't know what's wrong with these other universities, 
but there's nothing like that going on here. We will never allow anything like that. It's plain and simple. We're not afraid to say we stand with Israel and are against terrorism. It shouldn't be that hard to say. It shouldn't. And it's just shocking (laughs) how much pro-Hamas crap has happened under the guise of and there are some people who are just holding rallies to show, you know, show support for peace. I get, totally get sure. that. Bad no. actors are infiltrating that and saying, no, we're, we're pro-Hamas. We've seen it. Right. They had it at FAU, and they had little, you know, excursion, little That's right, skirmishes yeah. going on between the, you know, pro-Israeli, pro-Hamas. That's been the most shocking thing that I've seen from this whole thing so far. And we get it, uh, too. There's, you know, look, there's innocent, there are, there's innocent Palestinians who are living in that country that are caught in the middle of, the, of this stuff. And I feel for them, and I understand that. But you can't go out and say we're pro-Hamas and all these different... No, get out of here. Yeah, they're confusing Hamas with Palestinian. Right. There's a distinct difference. Uh, there are some That's stupid like people. saying American Ku Klux Klan right. are the same type of people. Yeah, there, there are craziness. There are some stupid people who don't understand the distinction, but there are some people who do understand it and say it anyway. Those are the ones. I'm glad they're blacklisting. Real quick, guys, I'll finish off with this. This is a good story, we hope. It's a phenomenal story. Okay. <laughs> and it's also on the Morning Show blog because we've done it. We finally have clear, unadulterated, unfiltered video of Bigfoot. Oh, please. <laughs> By the way. Did somebody put on a suit? Bigfoot having uh, Bigfoot having a bathroom moment. <laughs> so it's He's, Bigfoot's just like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> He's squatting in the woods. So what happened? Oh my was, god. There is this these people on a train going through the wilderness of Colorado, and oh, as they of go course, through it's it on open, a train going 900 miles an hour, so it's right. a blurry picture, right? As they go through an open clearing, <laughs> you see what looks clearly to be like a depiction of Bigfoot walking through this clearing, and then he squats down in between these, you know, like dry bushes, almost like blending in with this. Like, oh shoot, I've been spotted. I need to blend in. Either that, or he's having a bathroom break. But the people who took the video were like, yeah, we don't know what this was. No, like, not many people even noticed it. We saw it and took the video. We showed the people on the train, like the conductors and stuff. And they said, we have no idea. We've never seen that before. And so they put it out there. Uh, I have it on the Morning Show blog. You can make up your mind. Is it Bigfoot? Is it some guy in a ghillie suit? Is it some freak who walks around in a Bigfoot suit waiting to be noticed? I don't Shockingly, know. you're not going to believe this, another grainy photo. <laughs> it's kind of like Loch Ness. Gee, I, I can't believe it. That is, wow. <laughs> well, the video I found, someone took the time to zoom in on this. So you get like a zoomed oh, in video. Oh, even grainier. Yes. Great. <laughs> you can check but, it out. I can tell you this. The walking part is pretty clear when he's walking. I mean... Yeah. But it looks like a person in a suit to me. 850WFTL.com morning show blog. Is it Bigfoot? You decide. I think we know we're just First comment of the blog is going to be Bigfoot going, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Come on. You guys found me. <laughs> you found me. I don't know. It's hey, kind of silly. aliens but... with him too? I'm no, just, just Bigfoot. Okay. All right, coming up next, Trump in West Palm Beach. And we got a Florida dope. A South Florida teacher tried to show uh, fourth graders uh, Winnie the Pooh movie. Oops, it was the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. What is wrong with these people? It's next, the <laughs> South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The savage attacks on Israel happened for three reasons. Biden loosened my tough sanctions on Iran and allowed them to sell massive amounts of oil, making them $80 billion a year. Congratulations. They were making nothing with us. They were going to make a deal. We would have had a deal within one week after the election. That was Trump at West Palm last night at Okeechobee yeah. Boulevard, the convention center. And I think exactly what he said there, because it ties everything in together nicely. The effects of Joe Biden, danger in the world, what's going on in the Middle East. They'll probably repeat that same thing from here on through the election. They probably will. And I'm assuming this this war in Israel is probably going to be continuing until our election. Right. And it'll probably be the reason he wins over another, you know, five million people. 
it's, it, his numbers keep going up, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, he introduced what was I found most interesting about last night, other than his speech, obviously, because he spoke for like almost two hours. But he spent a great deal of time introducing people. He and Matt Gates was there. Matt Gates was there, uh, which right. was I was like, okay, they figured that one out. Palm Beach County Commission Michael Barnett was there. I'm thinking, boy, that guy's going to get blackballed today. You know, I was like, <laughs> holy cow! You, give the guy credit for showing up. But a guy by the name of Bruce Lavelle, and he he specifically talked about certain people. He goes, I, Bruce goes, I think you've been with me since the beginning, 2015, right? He said, but he said Bruce Lavelle told me before I got on stage that in the next election I will win at minimum 44 percent of the African American vote. Now you hear that number, you think it sounds high or right on the money? No, I think it's low, actually. I'm with you. I, I think that's going to be a major factor. We saw that in the midterms. Yeah, this this administration has turned its back on every every nationality there is. Well, uh, you think about the it, Cubans, African Americans, the Italians, the Jews. It's like, oh well, now they're now they're with Israel. But before, where were you? But who has suffered the most through this horrific Biden administration? I, I on all all fronts, I'd say it's blacks in the inner city. I really easily. would. Well, easily. No, for, at, not only for crime, the economy, trapped in horrific schools. Yeah. The lockdowns affected them worse. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's so you can't you can't blame anybody but this administration. So Man. it was interesting to see. Well, we uh, went a few days this week without finding a good Florida, but I think we got one. This time, it's a South Florida teacher. The Florida Dope of the Day. Hey, man! No, you are so dumb. Now, you raised a great career. Why is a math teacher going in and showing, uh, trying to show fourth graders a Winnie the Pooh movie? I got a feeling he might have, maybe he was filling in another class. Maybe it was a sub. I, I don't know, because, I, and, and then again, this was a charter school, okay? But I'm thinking, do they not vet these people <laughs> that are teaching your hey, well, children? Now. It's called the Academy of Innovative Education. Uh, I got a feeling the guy didn't, it was a man, I got a feeling he didn't know what he was originally showing. So he's showing the kids a, a Winnie the Pooh movie. They're fourth graders, which is what, like an 11-year-old, 10, 11? Yeah, about that. So you think it's traditional old Winnie the Pooh, right? Yeah. Oh, bother. No. Showed him the Winnie the Pooh horror movie <laughs> called Blood and Honey. Piglet, Eeyore, we were friends for many years and it went on for a half hour. And what apparently, we know they said one of the kids, some of the kids started to complain. He still let it stay on. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I, they, you know, what is he thinking? He's trying to toughen up these kids? This was uh, blood and guts. This was the horror movie. They let the trademark for Winnie the Pooh lapse like for 12 hours, and this production company grabbed it, and they turned it into a horror movie. You know what? Give the production company credit, but come on. And now they're saying that the kids asked for this movie. We want to watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And and I guess the teacher didn't know it was a horror film. But after you put it on... And you know, you know, well, you'd and, know pretty soon. And Winnie, and Winnie, and, and his buddies are beheading other, you know, farm animals. <laughs> I got a feeling you know, right? Oh my god! <laughs> Jeez. Well, the kids oh. only saw a half hour of it. Uh, the school, by the way, has decided uh, to uh, not. I guess they decide who they fire and hire, and they're going to let this guy keep his job. But uh, oh. they said a lot of parents said the kids came home traumatized. Parents are not happy. <laughs> Would you be? <laughs> then again, you know, you had a different childhood because you saw like The Godfather when oh, you were six. The ex was terrible. <laughs> Horror so, movies, it was terrible. This is what happened to me. It explains so much. I know. <laughs> All right, we got. I think we have a new speaker of the house. That happened too. That's pretty cool. We'll talk about that. 
We got some more uh, Halloween stuff. Jen's got another massive pumpkin story for us, and I do believe it's on our blog too. This I one's think. yeah, but this one's from the pumpkin pumpkin of the sea. <laughs> it's the pumpkin navy. All right, we got that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Obviously, we still have work to do. We're going to have to go upstairs on the House floor and resolve this and then get the House opened again. We have a lot of work to do. We've got a Speaker of the House. Our long national nightmare is over. Yeah, well, not really. Well, almost. Well, officially, no. Unofficially, yes. What was interesting, though, was what you found this morning, because we all thought it was going to be Jim Jordan. It turned out to be uh, most of the Republicans through their support in a closed-door meeting yesterday behind Steve Scalise. And then you found out this morning. This is crazy. So this is from Matt Gates, who, by the way, was in West Palm last night for the Trump appearance. Matt Gates tweets out this morning that Jim Jordan was whipping... Drawing up support. They call it whipping up votes for Scalise. I like that. So in Maybe my, he didn't want it. In my pea brain, this is how it went down. That Scalise said, you know what, Jim? You're a lot younger than I am. I've had two close scares with death. One, I got shot in a baseball field. Second, I'm fighting cancer right now. I want to go out with a legacy. I want to be the Speaker of the House. Would you support me? And I bet you exactly that's how the conversation went because they're really good friends. Maybe it is. And Jim Jordan went, Sure. Definitely wasn't like acrimonious, you know, it wasn't a, wasn't a fight or anything like that. But apparently, and according to some, they're even saying that Jim Jordan literally voted for his buddy. Holy cow. I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't, I don't, no one's talking about the health implications, too, of Steve Scalise. Now it's important. You yeah. know, I, I get private health concerns, but uh, when this, is a, this is a, we need to know. Yeah, this is, when you're fighting cancer, that, yeah. that's, a, that's a tough battle. There's no doubt about it. And I think it was, was it Laura Boebert? Was she the one who said I, I, she voted for Jim Jordan purely because she goes, I like Steve Scalise so much. I want him to get better from his cancer first before he becomes House. You know, I don't want him to not fight the battle first for cancer just because he's Speaker of the House. I get that, too. You know? Yeah. So I, but I, I don't know if she's the only one that said that. By the way, and then they took a break, like you said, and there's no date scheduled to confirm. <laughs> like, yeah, then they go on vacation. It's like recess. Like, okay, go have lunch, everybody. I don't think they should get recess. I, they, they literally should be locked in there working. They, they, they don't work a lot. No, I'm don't. just saying. They campaign a lot. Boy, do they ever, but they don't work a lot. Speaking of Trump, by the way, he was in West Palm at Okeechobee Boulevard, the convention center last night. You went from the strongest president this country has had to the weakest president you've ever had. But soon you will go from the weakest president you've ever had back to the strongest president you've ever had. Wow. He, uh, and speaking of Matt Gates, he was there last night, too. Yeah. So uh, there were a lot of people in the audience. I was kind of surprised Roseanne Barr was there. I was like, wow. Where'd Does she have a place here? Everybody lives here. I, I don't know. Uh, but he made a point, and I haven't seen her, but he said, wow, look how skinny you are. So he, <laughs> for Trump to say that, she must be like a stick again. So, uh, And he talked about her show and how she was railroaded and blah, blah, blah. But uh, he had he introduced him this morning. I said, who is this rapper, DC Drano? Because he introduced him, and what did you tell me he is? <laughs> Jeff thought he was a rapper. No, that's like a – he's a – He's a political guy. Oh, okay. On I get it. He drains the yeah, DC. Okay, it. gotcha. I thought he was. I thought he was a rapper because he I, goes DC Drano's in the audience. I'm like another rapper. 
Well, who could blame? Hey, maybe he's a rapper. I, I don't maybe know. he's a Washington D.C. lawyer, conservative rapper. You don't know. Uh, well, it's, he's got a great name anyway. Uh, but it was interesting to hear him say, and and he ran down exactly what this administration has done wrong from beginning to end to cause this conflict with Hamas and is uh, the Israels, yeah. the Israelis. And I it's think, like whoa. I think he's going to repeat the same you know line of. Uh, speaking the, from here on through the election because it sums everything up. The savage attacks on Israel happened for three reasons. Biden loosened my tough sanctions on Iran and allowed them to sell massive amounts of oil, making them $80 billion a year. Congratulations. They were making nothing with us. They were going to make a deal. We would have had a deal within one week after the election. And he should because wow. that explains, that puts it in terms that everyone can understand. Wow. How we've empowered the bad guys again through weakness and Jeez. stupid decisions. It's it's craziness. It's but he's right. You know what? And now we got Aunt Antony. Antony's over in Israel, you know, it, uh, vowing our, you know, pledge to support Israel and stay behind him. And, and I understand that. And, and, you know, that's what maybe Benton, Benny Netanyahu, Netanyahu has to see or somebody else in Israel. But then he's meeting with the Palestinian president. How's that gonna go? I, that's what I want to know. Here, you want some money? I, I'm, I'm like, whoa, really? They do you? You're, the reason they're attacking is because you're there. <laughs> it's like, hello, how's that go over? And, and it is it is it only me? But I actually fear what comes out of that meeting. Yeah, I don't like it. It's like I'm holding my breath. I know, and that, that's a terrible state to be in. Oh <sighs> my God, our Secretary of State is. Is in the Middle East. I hope nothing goes wrong. Yeah, I hope he doesn't screw this thing up. Because you got to remember, he was the one who kind of brokered that whole, well, we'll let the six American hostages go. We'll let the six, you know, Palestinian, uh, the Iranian hostages go. And we'll give them their $6 billion. Idiots. And everyone assumes that that $6 billion just went straight to Hamas to launch this attack. No, it's humanitarian aid. Well, oh, yeah, you're sure. dumb enough to fall for that one. Yeah, sure you are. Well, yesterday, we were going to lighten things up. Yesterday, we had the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. How yep. big was that thing? 2,700 pounds? Just about. What, what was it? What they had a name? What was Michael it? Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan. This, Michael Jordan, the record-setting pumpkin. This one has a name, and I don't think I shared this with you. A guy, I, I, I don't know what his name is, Steve Quainy. I don't know how to say it, but he is a farmer. He grew a very large pumpkin, more than 1,200 pounds, but it didn't break any records as far as on the land. He hollowed it out. Climbed inside it, jumped into <laughs> the Missouri River, and then paddled in his hollowed-out pumpkin 38.4 miles. Outstanding. That You know how far that is? That's like going from here to Boca on a pumpkin. And it looks amazing. <laughs> it, it, it looks exactly what you're imagining in your head right now when I you hear this. I like, wow. It's so good. But you know what? At one point, you see him in the river. He runs into like a, a piece of wood. <laughs> and it kind of screws up the scale of the, the pumpkin, starts to shake, you know, rock back and forth. And I'm thinking, you rock too much. Water starts coming in very easily because it's sitting pretty low in the water. And I'm th you, you, you flood and you sink. How embarrassing would that be? How did you, what happened what's on his, you? What's on his headstone? <laughs> well, he, he drowned in a pumpkin boat accident. But, it, but here's the best part. He named the pumpkin Huckleberry. Yeah. Like, like Huck Finn? Yeah. Going down the river? Going down the river. So the pumpkin's name was Huckleberry. Hey, but he made it. Abe Lincoln was a, a river floater too, wasn't he? He was on a pumpkin? All great Americans. Not on a pumpkin. <laughs> okay. As far as we know. All right. Yeah. So he went, I guess the record was 38 miles. He went 38.4. And I don't know why he stopped at 0.4. I don't know if he sunk 
or if he decided that was enough, that's pretty far paddling at a pumpkin. Starting to get that that uh, pumpkin uh, squishiness. Oh God, yeah. He's like, okay, I really am going to sink. I have to stop now. <laughs> Before I drown. He did have him on a life vest. So congratulations. And I think it's on her blog, right, Diener? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's on there. It's, did you watch it? Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool, it's, isn't it? It's, it's exactly what you think it would look like, too. It's fantastic. It, it really is. It's like, wow. Even on its own, that's a massive pumpkin, too. But he, he even said, this guy said, you know, once you hollow it out, you have no, you no clue whether or not it's going to float. So I guess you got to hollow it out just right. Oh, you know, if you use some Flex Seal. <laughs> it's like a handyman in a can. <laughs> and I'm still convinced that he sealed this thing in the inside with Flex Seal. I'm so convinced. I don't think he can do that, though. Because uh, it's like a competition. I just want to tell you guys how it went for me. <laughs> when we, when I heard about the story. This? No, gosh, oh. no. No, I did not float down a river in a pumpkin. Yet. Not, y- exactly. Maybe next year. When I heard about the story, I'm like, oh, I got to see this. Let's see if it's blog worthy. When I saw it. I saw the video and the still picture. I was like, I couldn't get it on the blog fast enough. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's the definition of what we want on the blog. Yes. Sure, it's fantastic. Right. It even made a double uh, appearance because it's on the sunny page. And I said, when you can't afford a yacht. Nice. <laughs> yeah, use a pumpkin. That's nice. good. A gourd. <laughs> well, we can finally put this Powerball story to bed. Yeah, Bill's. Wait, and now it's going to go over another 39 times. And at Christmas time, we'll be talking about it. Maybe. I'm not going to talk about Powerball again until it's three million, three billion dollars. I swear to God, I was so sick of this one. Yeah, it did get kind of. What's old. it at now? Did you get your tickets? What would you buy with the money? It's like it's like Powerball, like it ne- never ends, and it's worth about ten seconds of airtime. Yeah, but you know what? You could go buy the Mega Millions ticket right now. That's maybe worth thirty-five million or whatever it is, and that would change your life too. I mean, you think about it. That's right? fine. So, but I mean, no one buys those tickets. They only start talking about it when it gets to be two hundred fifty million dollars, yeah. three hundred million. Yeah. I will say this though: it's a perfect story for uh, voice tracking. It's beautiful. <laughs> when it, when it comes <laughs> yeah, to that. yeah, do it yes. fifty times. Tell me. <laughs> anyway, that was, that was a little inside baseball talk. Yes, that's what. Hey, speaking of baseball and major league baseball playoff teams moving on, we'll cover that a little bit like, coming up next. Talk about getting even. Oh, it's oh great. my god. <laughs> And uh, Trump talking about the border in West Palm Beach last night. We got that, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Here in American soil, can you imagine what's happening with these people pouring in under Biden? The same people that attacked Israel, killing, raping, torturing, and maiming innocent civilians are right now pouring into our once beautiful USA. I have to say that once beautiful because what's happened to our country in three years is not even to be believed. Border talk tied wow. into the Middle East uh, on Okeechobee Boulevard in West Palm Beach. But that's part of his speech. I think he's going to work into everything now because it kind of encapsulates everything. Well, he, and, and, you know, if anybody should know, it would be the former president of the United oh, States. Yeah, absolutely. And he basically said, remember that first day when Biden took office, we looked at all those leather notepads next to him <laughs> the, the that stack. he just yeah. signed executive orders. Uh, most of those got rid of all the things that that Trump had put in place. One of those was the border. One of those was taking off these sanctions to Iran, taking off sanctions to this country. Known countries that their goal in life is to just finance terrorist organizations, right. i.e. Iran. Right. And then you can't tell me 
that the $6 billion that Antony Blinken just gave back to Iran that was frozen for how many years? Oh, here's your $6 billion. Oh, but you can only use it for humanitarian reasons. We all laughed in this studio and went, did they really believe this is true, that the sanctions they put on, that it's going to only be used for humanitarian issues? And then literally a month later, Hamas attacks Israel. And here's the sad thing. I think a smooth brain like him, I really think as an egghead, I'm an international affairs expert. I can't, you know, no real world experience. You know, this guy probably has never even turned a wrench. He believes it, though. Oh, my God. It's earmarked for humanitarian purposes. That's where it'll go. The, and this is the here's the problem. We have Ivy League eggheads all over the place that have no real world experience in this administration. How do you trust? I think he really that, believes that. How do you trust in a terrorist organization, though? Hello? Hey, are you an idiot? Yes. Why would you think? And you know what? And you go back, I don't know how many, hundreds of years, Iran has always bankrolled terrorist organizations. That's what they do. That is true. That is all they do. And and the former president last night said the sanctions we lifted, what is it? They gave Iran, what did he say? They could sell oil or something and they made how many millions of billions of dollars a year? So that's exactly, you know, they lift these sanctions against these countries. Why would you lift the sanctions against them? Because they told you. And at the same time, reduce... (laughs) Drilling Amer- for American oil and selling that to other countries. They're doing everything wrong, and I, I think it's on purpose. Well, it's, it's, it, you know, if you don't think it's on purpose, you think, God, are these people that stupid? Because a, a lay person like me who knows nothing about running a State Department, knows nothing really about international affairs, could look at that and say, why would I give money to an, a country that backs terrorist organizations? I don't know. I really, you really you're going to take their word? They're going to use it for humanitarian? Yeah. They're going to use it for the bullets that they're going to use to kill the humans. That's and, their humanitarian People mission. try to tell them, but they know better. Yeah. Okay. They know better than the average sure. American. By the way, Blinken Jeez. from uh, the press conference with Netanyahu today updated the number of Americans killed. The number of innocent lives claimed by Hamas's heinous attacks continues to rise. Among those, we now know that at least 25 American citizens were killed. Okay, that's news this morning. That's breaking. 25 American citizens were killed by these animals. Okay, let me ask. 25. There was just a horrific situation where they found an Israeli father whose daughter had been held hostage and found out that she wasn't held hostage, that she had been killed. It was a child. And he said he was happier that that happened than them being held as hostage because the Hamas people are just so horrible. It's insane. And And there's no justifying that. There's none. They said uh, 150 hostages were kidnapped by Hamas. Of those, they uh, they are assuming that about 20 of them are Americans. Yeah. So it's you can only hope. He said yesterday the president said they're doing stuff. He goes, I can't talk about it because then they can't do what they're doing. But they're doing stuff, so which means in, in this room that means the Navy SEALs are already on the ground. They've sent in their elite, you know, army squads, whatever it is that these people have. These special ops missions, they're already on the ground and they're trying to save these people. He better, he better get every American left back home. It's going to be hell to pay. That's Jeez. all I know. Let's talk about something awesome. The national pastime. It's always existed. It's always been there to take our minds off, you know, more serious and horrendous things. And this is a hell of a story here. But the Arizona Diamondbacks sweeping the high-spending Dodgers, who I think might have had the highest payroll in baseball this year if they didn't have really? top two. But they, the Diamondbacks moving on. Hit in the air to left. Goriel is there. The Arizona Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers and head for the LCS. The sweep. But you know what? 
didn't they do something like they didn't they make history last night too? They did. They hit four home runs. I'm sorry, three in one inning, the bottom of the third. No, it turned out to be four. They called one back, and then the guy got oh, that's back right. up. He did wind bat. up four. He got back up a bat and he hit a home run the second time. It was like boom. Fourth inside the foul wow. pole. That's right. They had to review it, but it wound up being four. And who's the guy with the beard? Okay, it, it was the Braves. He pays for the Phillies. That he's the famous baseball. Oh, Bryce player. Harper. Him. Yeah. Bryce Harper. Well, he was the one who got caught the night before when the Braves caught him in between. Was it first and second? Right. And and they tagged him out. And I guess it was the second baseman made some smart, smart aleck comment to him, or it was the shortstop. One of them said something to him. Well, last night Bryce Harper got even because they ended up beating. The Phil, the Phillies beat the Braves. They trounced him ten to two. Bryce Harper, what do you have? Two home runs, and every time he hit it, every time he ran by that one player, he just kind of went. Eh. It was great. <laughs> I was like, whoa, loved it. A little bit of revenge. <laughs> it was. Do you like them? Do you? Like it's a great series. Uh, so now with that win, Philly over the Braves, uh, two games to one now. Houston beat Minnesota, three to two. So they're moving on. Correct. So wow, we've got uh, in the in the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks moving on, beating the Dodgers. Wow, some surprises. Wow. I think the Dodgers, for payroll, outspent the Diamondbacks probably by about two hundred million dollars. Really? Uh, that that's just that. It's an unreal sports story. Jeez, is that Bryce Harper guy really good? I mean, I, I've oh, heard yeah, the name. Oh yeah, he's awesome. He hits two home runs in one game. Is oh, that yeah. normal? Uh, he's like he, he's he was, clutch. He's uh, he's got a lot of hair too. He does have a lot of hair. Good <laughs> like, hair. Oh, he looks like he looks like Bigfoot going around the bases. <laughs> All right, rapid fire coming up next. We got some stories to go through. We'll go around the room with that. All kinds of headlines to cover. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We like to bring some balance during rapid fire. Of course, the bad, you know about that, but there's some good stuff, too. Jen's got some. What's going on? Actually, this is a story that kind of gripped the nation for maybe 48 hours, and then it got even bigger when we found out it was all a lie. Remember Carly Russell? Oh. She was the chick in Alabama, said she saw a toddler walking along the side oh, of the road. Oh, that's crazy. Stopped to help the toddler and then was, like, kidnapped by some guy in a tractor trailer. Yeah, that was so weird. And she made all that up. She made the whole thing up, said she was kidnapped, showed up a couple of days later. By the way, they still don't know where she was for those 48 hours that she was missing. And they actually did levy some charges against her, didn't they? Well, she's been found guilty by faking oh. her own abduction. Wow. Uh, she uh, is now uh, false reporting to law enforcement, falsely reporting an incident, and they are recommending a one-year prison term for her. However, her attorney, who has a beautiful southern drawl, said, We don't want to damage her mental state any more than what it is. So he's looking for something else. Judge said, What's your defense? Uh, Your Honor, she's crazy. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's not right in the squash. She's got to <laughs> go to the nervous hospital. <laughs> That, well, I mean, they used a massive amount of resources to try oh. to figure out what that was about. Remember, and then the head of that police department, I forget which one it was in that town in Alabama, said she should pay for all the overtime we needed, all the people we called in. And then her boyfriend, remember, he yeah. dumped her like shortly thereafter, said, I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, he so, uh, he tunneled his way out of that one. Thank goodness. Well, we've got, uh, we've got the update. You know, he had Blinken doing a joint press conference with Benjamin Netanyahu early this morning from Tel Aviv, and part of Blinken's thing was, unfortunately, he's updated the amount of Americans affected by Hamas's attack on Israel. This is the real tragic part. 25 Americans confirmed dead. 25. Oh, it's 
hard. It's hard to fathom. Wow. I mean, we've got 150 gosh. hostages kidnapped by Hamas, some of whom were American. He did not give us an update on that, but let me tell you something. This is a turning point because everyone will turn against this administration if they don't get every one of those. If we leave anybody behind in a foreign country again, and this time civilians, and sometimes you know, young young people. It's over for these folks. I agree with you. Don't you think, though, like Mossad and like the Navy SEALs and, you know, the special ops people from whatever fraction of the military all work together to go save all these hostages? I I think the SEALs are there now. I think they are, too. Yeah. This guy's just, as far as how the psyche works with this, right? We hear about 25 Americans confirmed dead in those terrible attacks. That's incredibly awful. We have 25 Americans dead in Israel from a terrorist attack from Hamas. But then if you find out that we have American hostages killed, who were taken hostage and, and killed on video, is that different for people? Yeah. Yes. It, it is, is, right? Without a doubt. Because you had hope. Hope is the string there that makes it even worse. Because you hoped that they would come back, and then they still killed it, and it killed them, and showed it off. And it's it, just, uh, it just enrages And I think it's right. People. And I think it's different, too, because in the attack, they're killing indiscriminately. Yep. Right? They know they have American hostages, and if they willingly, knowingly kill American hostages, then that is another level. As you, horrible as added, both are, you added the murder, and you also added the the uh, fear and panic that they live through while being a hostage oh leading up goodness. to that point. Right, it's, you're right though. It's it's like it feel it feels to the average American like a thousand times worse. Hey, I think that's that's kind of the way it works. I don't. Uh, well, sad. I'll lighten things up with Taylor Swift. How does that sound? Oh, Can't wonderful. get any lighter. Yeah. Because <laughs> guess what, guys? She's back. Why? She's going to a football game she's again? She's back tonight. Oh, no. Reports are. <laughs> in a foot- are they playing football tonight? They yeah. are. The Kansas City Chiefs have the Thursday night game tonight I heard he's on not Amazon. playing. He's hurt. He may not. He's questionable. He had oh, an ankle injury. Oh, so he'll injury. be in the booth with her. He might. Oh, yeah, my he might God. Be top really? Cheering on the Chiefs. Because so she, would the NFL write another check? She will be... Well, she is in Missouri. They already said that uh, her plane was spotted landing at the airport. Oh, God help us. For tonight's game for the Chiefs against the Vikings, Thursday Night Football on Amazon. She but, was in L.A. last night because she did the premiere of her Eris Tour movie. Right. So she's uh, drinks are on Taylor tonight because she's making a lot of money from that movie. But uh, it's, it's interesting. You know, I thought maybe it was going to die down a little bit, but she's going back for another game tonight, Thursday Night Football. Like I said, how much is the NFL paying her to show so up So do you think time? they are? Oh, without a doubt. See, because I know I'm like alone on an island with this. Have you seen him? I have. Okay, he's a good-looking guy. I don't think so. No, no right. he's a meathead. Yeah, he's a meathead, but he's still a good-looking guy. You know what's guy. sad? He is one of the... We are in a sad state of affairs for NFL stars these days. If that's the guy they're putting up as far as, like, you know, the main media personality... That's a low point. I'm this guy's a you. meathead. When well, do they play be, Joe which, Burrow? Are they, they playing Cincinnati? When does Joe Burrow enter the picture? I'm not you sure. You put Taylor Swift with Joe Burrow, oh. every every young kid in this world would watch a football game. Now, that's the All-American couple. There that, you go. Yeah, right yeah. there. That I'm in favor of. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know. I, I know I'm a man on an island here. I don't personally think it was a setup. I think they actually, he because he pursued her, and they ended up meeting up. And I think it just kind of organically grew into this relationship that the NFL sunk their claws into, of course, and propped up for their own ratings and money purposes. But I don't think they actually set it up. I know I'm, I'm alone in this. That's, why, that's well, why in the world would Taylor Swift be with that meathead? Maybe she she says she found it's, an, it's like know. an arranged then, marriage. Then again, have you seen some <laughs> of the guys she's been with? So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're both wrong. I don't I'm know. Saying. 
But it's going to make for a great breakup album. That's all I'm saying. Called oh, yeah. End Zone. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're right. Dumped on the 50. Uh, and remember last week I told you about the Fat Bear Week and y'all laughed at me? You know, it's this, you could go on site and you could. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, it takes place at the Katmai National Park in Alaska. And what you do is they set up cameras all over the place and you bet on which bear is going to gain the most weight for the season. Oh, that's good stuff. Okay, put it this way. They had over 108,000 votes for the bear that won. They've named her Grazer. She apparently, she started off skinny. They said she's the fattest bear that they've ever seen. They said they, they, they think it, it gained like almost 500 pounds oh my gosh. before it went into hibernation. <laughs> so they have crowned Grazer. Her name's 128 Grazer, the winner of the Fat Bear Week. This thing gained a ton of weight. I knew I, I don't know what it her. ate, but... <laughs> Do you win money? I guess if you bid on her, right? Bid on yeah. her. So it's a big deal. Well, can you cheat and go out there? Like, Here, Grazer. Here's ham. You know? <laughs> sure, sure, if you want to feed yourself to her. <laughs> Throwing whole hams out of yeah. Grazer. <laughs> right. I don't know. Gosh. All right. Well, uh, in lighter news, too, it's, it's spooky season, of course. Yes. And there's a guy in a town in Massachusetts that's uh, doing double duty with his 12-foot skeletons. Oh, four of them that he set up in his yard. What do they do? But it's pulling double duty because he set them up to hold signs for drivers in the neighborhood to get them to slow down. Oh, uh, that's great. You know, people fly through. They fly yeah, through my I... neighborhood, too, and we have to slow down. There's children in the neighborhood. Yep. <laughs> this might scare the drivers. What was the sign say in this guy's neighborhood? Again, with the giant skeletons. Okay. Slow down. I smell children. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so people are like, oh, what oh, is I- it? Oh, I better slow down. He's right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. This just gets their attention. Good for him. That's good for Halloween season. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, by the way, just real quick note, Jen, you asked if the Chiefs play the Bengals, because that's a big rivalry the past few years as it is. They've met in the playoffs. AFC Championship has been Chiefs-Bengals. You actually spent time to look that up? Real quick. Wow. A quick <laughs> Google search. They play New Year's Eve in Kansas City. That's when she dumps that Kelsey guy and she goes for Joe Burrow. She's going to walk across the 50 to the Bengals sideline. The middle of the game. (laughs) That's what my prediction is right there. Goes to a different skybox on the other side of the stadium. Yes. It's kind of like, you know, when the president goes to the Army-Navy game. Exactly. The 50-yard, you know, halftime, she goes to the other side. Walk right right across. Dumps Kelsey and sees you you later. He's cuter. (laughs) I'll finish off with this one here. Um, I found out why I'm not a millionaire. Why? Well, please share because you're here. Well, <laughs> you're in radio. <laughs> That's one reason. But according to a researcher named Randall Bell, he found out through his own study that if you make your bed each morning, you are 206 percent more likely to become a millionaire. Yep. So that small that, steps. Small steps. That's yep. right. Little yep. things. Stack little things. the little victories. Right. And apparently that's, I don't make my bed, so hence why I'm not a millionaire. Well, isn't there a person in your bed when you leave? That's why I never get to make it. Right, exactly. That's always been my excuse, too. Okay, so there's nobody in my bed except maybe a dog or a cat, and I don't make it. Yes, yeah, I attempt. I kind of like throw the covers up. But that's, that's like, the, yeah. the whole, I guess, you know, mentality of, okay, let me get one thing done. And one that sets up thing. your day. Yeah. And that makes you successful throughout the day. And you always look back and you say, at least I did one thing right. Right. What, no, there's never a total failure. I did one little thing. Okay. So Make your bed. I do three loads of laundry. I, I load and unload the dishwasher and, and maybe cut, you know, the back 40 before I come to work. Does that qualify? Yes, yes it does. Okay. And I'm still not a millionaire, well, just so you know. You really do. You realize throughout the day how much you did accomplish. You tend to think, oh, I didn't get this done, didn't get this done. You Still all kinds of ways to look at a successful day. So true. Mm-hmm. 
I, I come here for vacation because I go home. I work my butt off. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> some vacation <laughs> stuck with us. Yeah, right. That's nice vacation. Guys. Well, I enjoy spending time with well, the two good. of you. If no one's that's in your why bed, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that says it all. <laughs> if no one's in your bed, make sure you make it. Right. That's all. <laughs> uh, uh, more on Trump in West Palm Beach yesterday. A couple more highlights from that happening. And uh, Spirit Halloween is taking over everything. I like this. Yes. I do. I do. And that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They wanted to make a deal. The U.S. then gave Iran just a few weeks ago $6 billion as ransom money. You know that, right? Five people. Good deal. They get five hostages. We get five hostages. I said, all right. I guess. Plus, they get $6 billion. That's not a good deal, is it? More from Trump in no. West Palm Beach last night at the convention center. Uh, he laid out the facts, how we got into this mess. Now, if you don't think that six... Okay, it, it just go back in, in time and history, and I don't care what time you pick on the timeline. Iran has infamously always financially backed any terrorist organization across the globe. If they have money, it usually came from Iran. Three weeks after the fact that we release $6 billion to Iran, and all of a sudden Hamas has all of this military equipment, all of oh. these missiles, all of these bombs. Humanitarian. Oh, yeah, oh. They, do you think there's a coincidence there? No, not And You know what? They, they keep on talking about Capitol Hill. We're going to have a special session. Uh, okay, the money's been gone and spent, obviously. Right. So what good is it going to do? You idiot, you let it loose. Yep. Why would you do that? And he, could, he should keep telling that story because it lays out the stupidity of this administration perfectly. Perfectly, so everybody can understand. Yeah, a kid I, could understand. You that. know what? And if Biden comes back and says we got bamboozled, well, how stupid are you that you didn't right. think you'd get bamboozled? Oh, humanitarian aid, please. In lighter news, yes, it's spooky season, and as we know, just look around. You even said, and you're right. Spirit Halloween is now even has billboards. Oh, now. they're all over the place. When we come in, how many do you see, Dinner, I see two. They're they're all over the place. So they usually take over some sort of retail space that's out of business, and they you know give it business for a month. They take over, and then they move out like a you know like a circus, right? <laughs> it's like the overnight, they're gone. Tomorrow for Friday the thirteenth, Spirit <gasps> Halloween is even taking over a diner in the Blairstown Diner in New Jersey. Okay. Why? Why? Because that building was featured in Friday the thirteenth. So, oh, God. the diner from Friday the 13th is going to be a spirit Halloween store. That's that's epic. That's really, really good. And it says, and the building wow. is for sale, I guess. In the past couple of years, they've had three or four weddings, says the realtor, where Jason did the ceremony. Oh, jeez. No priest, no rabbi, just Jason with a mask and a knife. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to get married by Jason? I guess if we're a fan, a fan of the movie. Oh, my God. That's kind of creepy. All right. On that note, are your hoss? Are your a, no, a minute left to go? Do, do you, you just told me thirty seconds? Is your hoss uh, of the house, music to go? Oh, is your house haunted? <laughs> Have you guys ever seen any ghosts in a house? I've never seen them. I felt them. Not in my house, thankfully. I'm the you? same. Not mine, but places where I've stayed. Yeah, I told you, sure. Abe Lincoln yeah. guy lived in my old house. So, yeah, they say 42% of people think they've either felt or have seen a paranormal presence in their current home. Ooh. Move it if it's in your current yeah, home. Really. Uh, we're out of here. Tomorrow's Friday the 13th. Oh, I might have to call in sick. Uh, you have a great day. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow at 6.